Boss! 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 Welcome in to At The Buzzer, your Colorado Athletics podcast brought to you by the Ralphie Report. Last week, we had Adam Mosetiger join from 247 as well, um, which was great because he's a, he's a nice guy and he has plenty of extra stuff. But now we're back to the good boys, your co-host, me, Jack, and the other one over there, Sam. Hello. How's it going? Uh, well, it's the off-season. It's 90 degrees. But, the, hey, the, the Nuggets are good, and I think this is the day after Nicole Jokic was just crowned the MVP. So it's going yeah. pretty well. Um, also the abs in deep trouble I don't and care. I don't care on good news. I did have to go to jury duty. I did not get arrested for missing my first assignment and I got dismissed. So that's why I'm able to record today. Is oh, because nice. The defense, the defense did not want me on their case. Yeah. You're not so trustworthy. That's always something to hang my hat on. <laughs> I'm, yeah. Which is, well, I guess you'd rather, I don't know. Anyways, it's, um, I'd rather the defense not want me than the prosecution. That's what I was about to say. That's exactly yep. right. But I, I didn't okay. want to get too far past that into that weeds. So, you know, in case you've never heard of us before, it's the off season. We're a little bit looser, um, but we're still bringing in some content. We are obviously going to talk about CU in the only way that we know how, which is with full of stupid in jokes and NBA references to 2006 to 2010 players. Um and you know this week there's plenty of stuff to talk about so of course right after adam must tiger joins our podcast you should listen to that episode last week and we talk about a potential quarterback battle um a yeah, giant adam domino. actually gave us some adam gave us some good info so if you really do want to listen to that you should because he's yes too good at his job and once too again we'll, we'll plug for him again if you want good info all the time just subscribe to his 247 site and uh you'll constantly be in the know um, and if you want some fun information, what just happened with with uh, the quarterback battle, Sam Neuer uh, is transferring, unfortunately, I think, unfortunately, and he is he's going to move on to another team that hopefully needs a quarterback that will get us to, and, and he'll start right away. Hopefully. Yeah. So, yeah. So Neuer played. So we only really saw a healthy Sam Neuer for like Two games. three quarters. Oh, I thought you got hurt against UCLA. Kind of. He kind of got hurt against Stanford. I th- Yeah, but really those first two games is really all you saw, but continue. Yeah, and he looked really good. Yeah. Really good in those two games. He looked like, I kept referring to it, of uh, Kansas City Chiefs version of Alex Smith. Of just rolling <laughs> out, picking his, picking his spots, and really just keeping the offense going uh, for the rushing heavy attack. Then he started to get hurt. Mm-hmm. Started to not be able to throw. Apparently, his like shoulder was swelling, like up to his ear, and it was really, really affecting just his ability to throw it accurately and to throw it with any power. And every so he was missing receivers by miles late in the season. So much so that like in the in the last few games when he was just like real bad, he ended up finishing with more interceptions and touchdowns. I think he was the first CU quarterback to do that since, uh, I think, like, what? Connor Wood? Nick Nick, Nick Hirschman? 2010. If you, if you even want to count Nick Hirschman, yeah. Yeah, I don't think... I, yeah, I think it's like Connor Wood way back in, like, 2010. So, yeah. It was nice to have a fullback warrior quarterback 
But as far as the quarterbacking goes, we didn't see a healthy version of him. I will, uh, I will caution that in saying that that's that's throwing touchdowns to interceptions. But he ran for a lot of touchdowns, especially at the beginning of the year yeah, when yeah. they actually let him run. So I, uh, you gotta appreciate what he did. I was not expecting much, if anything, out of Sam Neuer. I did not think he was going to get the job. Period. Um, so the fact that he did is amazing. Uh, and the yeah, fact that he's a great story. So, uh, yeah, I'm just it sucks that he obviously had limitations and he was also found out by the end of the year. Um, people were kind of keying on what he was him throwing downfield, which made him a little less passable. But I don't know. He was always like a really good leader throughout the whole thing, did everything. Obviously, you asked him to move to safety. To great with great fanfare two years ago i am glad that we don't have to worry about him getting the job again this year so that's where mm-hmm. i'm at i i, I said pre, on a oregon podcast i just did a few weeks ago that i i thought he's gonna get the job again this year just because carl Durrell's so conservative when he makes his calls like carl Durrell constantly is Trying to make make sure he doesn't, place. yeah, he doesn't he doesn't want to lose the game from his decisions, right? And I think that was Sam Neuer in his mind this year, but obviously not because I don't think this is all Sam Neuer's decision to leave. So, um, I don't know. I wish him well. He's going to do really well for some G five team. I would, you know, who I'd love. I'd love for San Jose State to take him and, <laughs> um, and keep that momentum going. He'd do. I was great. thinking. So I think I think. So he had off-season shoulder in surgery, and he's still recovering from that even now. Mm-hmm. And so he missed spring camp, and so I think that's when uh, he was surpassed by J.T. Shrout and Brendan Lewis. And say what you will about being passed by injury, but it has happened before. It will happen again. It almost happened with Sefo if Davis Webb didn't <laughs> decommit from CU. So it could happen to anybody. Um, yeah, I mean, it's kind of sad to see Neuer go out like this um it was the second time he entered the transfer portal he came back the last time uh could <laughs> i don't That's think he's right. back again but uh i think it's good for him to go see other like quarterbacking options i assume it will be a group of five because if you can't win the starting quarterback job at a team that's going to go like three and nine you're probably better off going to a minor conference um yeah, I think this really does signal that Shrout and Lewis are so far ahead that Neuer was third in that competition and probably a distant third at this point. Yeah, I think his leadership will be missed. But other than that, I don't think really, like you said, he's going to see the field after that spring. And I personally am super excited to see the future, what presumably will be the, the next CU starter for at least two years, um, get full snaps this year. Um, mm-hmm. and we both hope it's Lewis, right? Yeah, of course. We, we're, yeah. we're partial to the six foot, six feet tall dual threat quarterbacks <laughs> who just have a natural charisma to their style. I also have a negative bias towards tall white quarterbacks with quote unquote arm talent. And I think that's, that's burned me in the past. Certainly. Um, I was very much on the anti Josh Allen train. I was somewhat oh, yeah. anti Steven Montez for most of the time he was around. And yeah, I just, I just want the playmaker. I just want the little, like the magic. Cause that's what college football is about. 
It's not having like just a rocket arm pocket passer who isn't polished enough to have gotten better scholarship offers. Yeah, I um, I think Brendan Lewis is want- way more exciting to me because, like you just mentioned, it's way more fun for me to think of. Look at that CU quarterback sprinting down the field and getting a touchdown. But yeah, I, see, no- I would rather, even if this is a bad decision from a football standpoint, I want 1998 Michael Bishop at Kansas State <laughs> rather than 1997 Peyton Manning at Tennessee. This is the same. I mean, Brendan Lewis isn't even that much of a runner. Like, he's definitely still a passer no. first, but it's just way more fun just, to have a dude that can sprint like that. Yeah, I mean, he's not even that fast. He's just he just makes little plays on the run, and I love that. I love the little four yard pickups on like second and ten that get you within reach instead yeah. of running backwards and getting sacked. Yeah, he's. I mean, he's <clears> also just thick. Like he, God, he's so like he. He's gonna be able to take punishment. He's gonna be that guy. You've seen so many times in college where he just throws the like a linebacker comes at him and some for some reason the quarterback decides this is the time to just stiff arm the quarter the, the linebacker and then chuck it for like a two yard gain. Can he and do that? I bet he could. Yeah, he's pretty thick. I'm telling you, I've said this a million times before. His uh comp is Terrence Broadway at at uh ULL, if you remember that guy. I I, I can't say I'm niche enough. To have seen that. Okay, game. well, I've, I'll say it again right here. I've said this a million times. So I in Jay Johnson's offense? Yes, and he was uh, 6'2", 212. And passer first, but he could run. I remember you telling me about this guy, but I've never actually seen him play. Best Sunbelt quarterback. Oh, no, in a while. He, he, this, this guy is real thick. Terrence yeah. Broadway, damn, yeah. I don't think. I don't think Brendan Lewis is that thick, but that's okay. We can well, have a anyways, later. I went and looked back and watched the, the Texas game highlights, which was number one, depressing again to, to, to watch uh, when their backup quarterback was even better than Sam Ellinger and just destroyed CU. Uh, Bijan Robinson for Heisman, by the way. I, I am so down. I love that guy. Okay. Um, but Brendan Lewis, I don't know. I mean, he's got moxie. He, he likes to throw it. And this was against like, you know, a Texas team that was checked out of the game at that point for the most part, but he still, he moves the ball. And I just like, I like his versatility of gaining yards. Like you mentioned, like, I feel like he can get five yards on a dump off five yards on a slant and five yards, just like running to the outside. And that's super nice. Shroud. I don't know. I think Shroud's more of a boom and bust guy, which could be fun too. Mm-hmm. Less fun for me. The other thing is we're looking we've, at this in the lens of, a, style as of I was about to say that. Yeah. Yeah. We've had that <laughs> style of quarterback of like incredible arm talent, but just mistake prone. Yeah. Flashes of brilliance really temper everything else. It's just, I don't want that right now. I'm, yeah. <laughs> we had a boomer bus guy for three years. Up. For three years, we had a boomer bus guy. And I just, yeah, yeah, I don't know. So it's, it's we're also good. making Shroud pay for the sins of former quarterbacks, unfortunately. But we're we're Team Lewis, and that'll continue in the future. Some other quick news and notes with the football team: we had some extra departures, unfortunately. Um, Luke Stillwell, who's a tight end, got us down, I think, to twelve or maybe Fourth eleven. Fourth string quarterback ends. too. Fourth, yes. So unfor- there's the depth that got hit from the quarterback room. <laughs> Damn it, Stillwell. Um, oh, then right. Also, right now, something important is CU only has three scholarship quarterbacks right now. Uh-huh. They probably have more 
tight ends who were quarterbacks <laughs> and they have quarterbacks on their team. Because I th- think they have 12 tight ends and like four of them used to be quarterbacks. But Matt right Lynch. now it would Matt be... Matt Lynch is probably the fourth quarterback. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, so right now it would be Shrout, Lewis, and then Drew Carter, who was a freshman from Tigard High School in Oregon. Shout out to my dear friend who went there. And also is supposedly on the basketball team, but we'll see. So, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Quarterback room is shaky. Luke Stillwell departed, and I believe, and Austin Williams from the defensive line departed, which scares me because that if, one sucks, actually. If we are moving to a more four down front, which I don't know if we are, but Chris Wilson always has had a four down front, we have almost no depth and, and no proven depth. I mean, it's, it's going to be crazy um, at the defensive line. So we'll see. Um, quick other transfer portal news. Atonza Vongor, who did join quickly uh, from TCU, oh, it just re-entered his name into the transfer portal, so he will not be uh, attending CU. So CU might How be on. How does that happen? I don't know if it was whose side it was. Um, TCU certainly didn't miss him. It was, he didn't play at all the past two years, which is part of why he was transferring. Um, so it's not like... I don't know. It's not like he was full of options and and he's going to go to one of those. But I also think CU needs defensive back depth in the worst way. So they might be looking for, to pick up another one. A better player than Atonza? I don't know about a better one, but a different one. <laughs> so, okay. yeah, I it, we'll see. Um, and then in terms of prep recruits, we had to commit from the first overall – official visit weekend that Carl Durrell has hosted as a CU head coach. He has never hosted people at Boulder. Um, so it's nice to see that that traction still stands. One is a Texas tight end, Zach Courtney, a big guy. Um, and the other is a uh, defensive back from New Orleans and the Shad Clayton's old high school, Warren Easton named Ronald. He goes by champ Lewis. So champ Lewis, um, who's going to play that safety. guy. You know, he's going to be, good because his name is champ lewis from new orleans <laughs> i mean you gotta love the confidence and he also has a pretty good offers so if you want to know more we have both those written up on ralph report but yeah i was watching his tape he had like seven interceptions but like all of them the quarterback just yeah. threw it directly yes. at his chest it was so hilarious. Not, much, <laughs> not much to glue from that yeah so i don't know it's good to see that recruiting's in full swing and we're gonna absolutely take visit uh take advantage of those visits that are coming on campus um i do want to see them aim a little higher both these guys were lower on the power five offer scale and lower on the ranking scale um so it might be a momentum building play to get these guys on board early and then go for the bigger fish as you build out your class but um so far sam i know this is what you really care about Number one on the name board, there's a defensive tackle that just visited named Trayvon McAlpine or Mc, McAlpine. Sounds like he's a good fit for Colorado. Exactly. And that, it writes itself. Um, so there's your overall football update, I think. Anything else? He's a mountain of the man on the inside. <laughs> um, no. Do you want to get into basketball? Because yes, I, I do so bad. Okay. Um, so, well, before we're going to get into the main action, today of our peak off-season content we're going to do some other peak off-season content and break down a power rankings on the athletic <laughs> by Eamon Brennan so he did like a preseason look at the Pac-12 and just did a little power rankings he had some pretty good write-ups like really looked into 
pretty deeply. Like this guy knows personnel. his shit. Like he, yeah, like his write up on Colorado was actually pretty good. For like everything else I've seen with CU is like they have no idea who's going to start and who's even on the team. For but reference, this guy actually had a pretty good idea. For reference, ESPN's bracketology has CU as the last team in right now, um, which tells people what what they think of a team that's losing everyone. But this guy knows. Yeah, more I think. Than that. Yeah, I think he he has CU higher up. So on this power rankings, it goes. I'm going to say the power rankings real quick, and then we can break it down because I don't want to have too many comments. But it goes number one UCLA, pretty easy. Oregon number two, USC number three, and then Colorado number four. And yes. then after that, after that, it goes Oregon State, Washington State, Arizona, Stanford. Arizona State, Utah at 10, Washington, and then Cal. Yeah, so I don't we don't want to spoil the whole article because the Athletic is a is a subscription site. So please subscribe to the Athletic to actually read these write-ups because they are really good if you want to know more about the package. Yeah. Or you could email me and I'll send you a, <laughs> a newsletter where I just copy and paste the whole article. Cause I just did that for Jack and it worked out nicely. <laughs> oh man. I do have some thoughts at the overall list um number one usc is way too high there's no way that usc is finishing third in conference next year no way absolutely not yeah so then that this gives them isaiah mobley drew peterson and chavez goodwin as returning starters mobley is it good peterson is good but erratic and chavez goodwin sucks and should be banned from college basketball because <laughs> he, he hurt our boy because he elbowed McKinley straight in the head. But, uh, uh, I really like Boogie Ellis as a scoring guard, but he's not yeah, he's not the he's type of trans- player that's going to elevate from your From Memphis? Four. Yes, from Memphis. And CU was on him early, got a visit, but he uh, ended up, I think it was in between Duke and Memphis, and then Penny stole him. But um, I, anyways, I just don't think he's the guy that's going to elevate your team's floor. He's going to score a lot of points, but he's not that efficient at it. He can get hot and then not get hot. Um, I really like Max Agbon Polo. I think Agbon Polo, I think he's my favorite C or USC player. And these, he's going to play a lot. Um, but USC at three is insane after losing Evan Mobley and Taji. Yeah. Like, Cause you can't lose those two and be anywhere near that. Their whole success was building a top five defense nationally, but it's pretty easy to build a top five defense when it's Evan Mobley on the inside. I really don't see like Isaiah Mobley's fine, whatever. He's really good. He's probably going to be even like all conference again, whatever. But he's not his brother, and no. they do not. No they're not going to build that good of a scheme. Like the dude was blocking like five shots a game come tournament time. And they, they have presence. some run people yeah, off the yeah, they, so easily. All that stuff. They have some like good players, like Drew Peterson, good player. Um. But that's really hard to replace. And then, like, Tajidi just going fire his last two months of the year. I don't think they can really replace that too easily. And this guy, like, he, he recommends Boogie Ellis replacing that. But I, I don't know. Tajidi, like, even if Tajidi was coming back, I don't know if he could be as valuable to them as he was last year. Because I, I honestly just think he got hot. They also got a pretty favorable draw in the NCAA tournament. But that's I, I mean, they did really well. And they, like you said, yeah. their defense stood up to almost everyone. I mean, 
CU scored at least 10 points over their average every time they played them. Yeah. But that's because Tab Royals and Andy Infield said. In yeah. <laughs> so, anyways, <laughs> I, USC at three is way too high to me. Same, another, I, I, if I'm just going down the two high lists, uh, Oregon State at five is um, aggressive at best. I love Kalu. I love Alatiche. Warwick Alatiche is one of my favorite Pac 12 players. No way. There's no way. They just don't have. <laughs> They don't have that talent. Ethan Thompson is gone. That's huge. Ethan Thompson is like one of the best team carriers I've seen in the last 10 years. Um, yeah. Um, I would also say Oregon State, like in a season that was truncated without much like, like there were very few teams that were actually cohesive and fully formed the NCAA tournament. And so Oregon State just like with their defense, everybody was so solid so good across the board everybody was punching up their weight class hitting ridiculous shots the whole time and i really think they got lucky in some respect i don't think that elite eight happens like i think that was a one in 20 one in 50 chance even if you do over the ncaa tournament again i don't think it's good to overhype them just because of that season especially without ethan thompson and they really don't they don't like it's easy to say these teams don't have a ready replacement Especially when we, we go back and look at CU. I mean, yeah, like, why CU are we rating also, CU highly because right. of that? But also, like, we saw them for four years, and Ethan Thompson was their most valuable player pretty much, like, the last three years. I would say he was better than Trey Tinkle. Well, it, it's 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 but. exactly like CU with McKinley, right? If CU also didn't have Tyler Bay or um, Evan Batty or Deshaun Schwartz in that class. Like, it that's, that's what you're losing with with Ethan Thompson. So I don't know. That's a lot. It's too high for me. Um, and then the other like, only, yeah, I, I can be high on Oregon state, but I don't think that they're fifth, especially when you see Arizona at seven, which they should be so much higher. They would have made the tournament this past year. They have their two best players coming back They're They're going to be good. Okay. I don't so, see why. Yeah. I, well, I'm going to finish out my too high, which is hilarious. I think Utah at 10 is too high. <laughs> I think Utah is going to be uh, maybe the worst team in the conference. I Well, California lost Matt Bradley. But no, it, Cal, they're going to – I think really you're going to drop them at 11 to 12. I think Utah is hopeless right now. Um, I mean, Jan Washington's roster looks better. So, well, so hold on. I'm going to get there. Follow sorry, my structure. Sorry. I was just saying that. Okay, okay. Okay, so Utah lost. Timmy Allen to Texas. Huge loss. Timmy Allen's amazing. Pell Larson went to Arizona Interconference. Amazing. Jan Martinez, second best player last year, in my opinion. Maryland, gone. Alonzo Plummer, also gone. Like, they do not have anyone that scored mm-hmm. points. So you're bringing back Booth Gotch, who is good. You're bringing back uh, Riley Batten, who's good. And that's pretty much all we know. Like, that's it. Um, Wait, so, who's the little? Who's the guy who was like the little baby? Oh, uh, is that Riley Batten? No, 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 Ryland Jones. Where's he? I don't see him. Oh shit. Okay. Also, no. both bo- both Gotch coming back is wild because he transferred to Minnesota last year and then now he's coming back. So it's super super rare to see that happen. Yeah, but I mean, new coach. So. Anyways, those are my three that are way too highly rated. And then on the other side... Riley Jones is going to Utah State. There you go. Um, on the other side, I only have two I would probably put higher than they are. 
Uh, mm-hmm. but you go first. Arizona well, I, I would put years. Arizona, Arizona higher. Benedict Mathurin has he's, he's going to be a contender for Pac-12 Player of the Year. So good, that dude is so talented. And Tubelis is really good on offense. Yeah, Azula Tubelis. Even if he gets bodied, he's good. Um, then they, like they they took Pell Larson from Utah. They took Follow Omar Balu. Yeah, yeah, that guy's unproven. Whatever. Um, Kirk Kisa is really good. I think he has a lot of talent. And then your boy, Shane Noel, Jalen Noel's little brother. Yes, and then they also took your boy at the very end. Tommy Lloyd, new head coach Tommy Lloyd, took Adama Ball from France as a freshman. Yeah. Who's like a 6'7 yeah. so, defensive stopper. I, I mean, I don't think that that's going to be as much of a transition year as most people think. Like, this is not a typical roster that's rebuilding. They just brought in – they brought back their best players. And they brought in some really talented guys. Like, I don't think anybody they lost, like James Akinjo was good, but he was streaky. I don't really think that that, that's much of a loss. The other thing you forgot to mention is that Sean Miller was bad at coaching basketball. So Tommy Lloyd. Oh, yeah. Thank you. uh, Tommy Lloyd's not, is going to be an upgrade at worst at that position. So um, I think Arizona is one of mine that's a little low. you mentioned it too. I think Washington at 11 is not going to happen. Um, they took a bunch of transfer. They basically just re they blew up their backcourt and got in uh, a bunch of some actually starters. good players. Yeah. And Mike Hopkins can mess up a lot of stuff maybe, but he can't mess up that. So um, <laughs> I think they're going to be probably like that spoiler seven, eight, nine team that is really mm-hmm. annoying to play against at home. Um and then finally, and this is maybe my hot take, and as we get closer to basketball season, I'll make it even hotter. Um, I think Wazoo. I think Wazoo is going to go to the tournament. I, I like their roster construction a lot. I I'm think really they're going to go to the tournament. I really like their team. Noah Williams is a bad man. From he's an amazing shooter. TJ Bamba is a crazy defensive presence. Ife Abogidi is one of the best. Athletes in the conference. Deshaun Jackson is your classic low post banger. Um, they're really hard to play against now, and they're going to keep getting better. Better. They got some decent transfers. DJ Rodman, Dennis Robinson's son, is uh, mm-hmm. a maniac out there. It, uh, I like their team a lot. I think they're going to be really fun. They got a four star for the first time in I don't know how long. What's his name? Miles Rice. Is that him? No, I think it's Muhammad Gie. Let me look it up. I just know they oh, okay. have one. Yeah, no, yeah, no. He's in their starting lineup as a freshman, Muhammad. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I think that they're going to be pretty good. I think them losing Isaac Bonton could be good. The dude shot like thirty nine percent from the floor oh, who's he, last who's year. Who's the other he was guy? Just a with the crazy hair. Isaac Bonton. Is that Isaac Bonton? No. Yeah, CJ Ellaby. Yes. That he's gone. Ago, he's in right? the NBA. Yeah, yeah. That guy's he's scared. on the Blazers. But anyways, I they're in Kyle Smith. I really like the way they. I've liked him since he was at San Francisco. I really like the way that he coaches. They're going to be really good. I would also say that Oregon could finish anywhere from one to six, and I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, I don't want to. Once again, read the athletic to actually learn about their roster. But uh, I learned nothing. I have no idea who any of these guys. That's are. what they're I'm saying. Friends. It's like I hate when I look at their team. It's and and each and behind each of them is parentheses transfer. That's just how he, I, does yeah, it. I, he does it every I've year. I've never seen any of these guys. I don't know who Davion Harmon is. 
Do I have to do this every year? Just learn these guys? I always underrate them because I'm like, what the hell is Chris Duarte going to do? So anyways, yeah, I, the, 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 we're going to see more and more basketball stuff. CU's basketball team just reported this week, too. So we got to see our first first look at some of those new freshmen. Javon Ruffin is a big guy, but he's still hurt, I believe. Um, and I don't know. I, I, that team, Mason Faulkner is as physically ready as you'd expect a sixth-year senior to be. So um, Yeah, he's a big boy. We're going to continue focusing on that because, frankly, the basketball team is super, super exciting, and I like talking about them. So we're going to keep talking about them. Um, now, do you want to do our little off-season gimmick? Yeah, yeah. Well, you have it all set up. I don't have anything. So yeah. do it. So we're going to do um, not just a basketball draft, but a pickup basketball draft. So if we were playing basketball with CU players from the Tad Boyle era, so 2010 to now, who would we draft? Who would we pick to play with? Uh, so it's not necessarily the best players because I, for one, don't really want to be on a team with McKinley Wright just playing pickup basketball he's because gonna be he's going to be so the only one. Often. Yeah, he's just going to kind of kind of control the ball a little bit. So it's going to depend on our personal preference style of play how we personally play basketball ourselves because we're presumably going to be guarding each other, Jack. Yes, that makes sense. Uh, and we're going to be surrounded by four good players. Okay. Also, I would cook your ass off the dribble. Sure. Yeah, I don't play defense. You can do that <laughs> all you want. I'm still going to win. But okay. I don't play defense. I'm like Steve Nash. Um, I have probably prepared a little bit more than you, so I will give you the first pick for this. And what was the era? Is it whatever they are in the okay, current so, form? So I shouldn't take, for exact, instance, David yes. Harrison? No, you cannot take David Harrison. Also, I'm going to say it. The rule is CU buffs from 2010 to 2021. So Tab Boyle era buffs is what you're saying. Yes, but not doesn't have to be basketball players. And it can be women <laughs> players, too, if you want. Doesn't have to be basketball players. It really opens it up. To one person in specific who I'm going to address. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, and I get first pick. And this yeah. is people I'm I'm deciding that I want to play with. Yeah, and you like you can explain your style of basketball. You can explain what position you're kind of playing. Okay. Etc. I I have my pick then. Alec Burks, it. boom, done. All right, so he's going to take all your shots? Yes, I need a scorer. I hate shooting. I love passing. He's a good He's a good natural slasher. I just need him to go to the basket. Okay. My first pick will be... Oh, okay, Derek White. And what he's a winning be... pick. That's not fun, but it's a winning pick. No, no, no. It's, it, it is fun because I'm trying to pick the best guard or like best defensive player I can, who's not going to be taking so many shots because I personally do want to shoot it a little bit and I want some ball movement on my team. And Derek White's going to be the best at this because he is a natural combo guard. He's not going to be a ball dominant point guard. 
Okay, uh, I'm going to continue my... shit out of some people. Yeah, I'm going to continue my wing dominance and also people that need to sprint at the basket and get Andre Roberson. I was thinking of getting him first. Go ahead. Yeah. So, I'm glad you thought about it first, but you didn't get him first. I know. <laughs> okay. Um, I don't want to pick Evan Batty because I've seen him play pickup and he just chucks threes, so I don't want to pick him. <laughs> it's the same with Josh Scott. That's why I'm not picking Josh Scott. <laughs> okay, I think my second pick then... I want somebody who's going to be fun as hell to play with, and I want everybody to stop what they're doing and be like, oh my god, I can't believe he just did that. And I'm going with Jerron Hopkins. Nice. That's a great pick. Yeah, because he's good. he's the best dunker. Or besides Shannon Sharp, he's the best dunker at CU in this era. I don't know if I agree with that. I think Carlin Brown okay, and Derek White have uh, some points to make there. I think they both had a better dunk like Carlon's windmill but I think consistently Jerron Hopkins was trying ridiculous dunks a lot more often yes okay you know how many how many he times he crashed the offensive dunks. Yeah. he tried a lot but he would convert those and pick up okay let's see hey. uh oh man only two more picks by the way because we're the fifth player unless you want to go more no, I, I like uh, Roberson is the tallest guy so far, right? Yeah, no, that's good pickup. <sighs> yeah, Burks is going to take a lot of the shots, but I'm still initiating the offense, which is really all I care about. And as you know, I like to operate as a low block as a 5'8 man. I like to revolve people around pocket. the post. Yeah. No, you're not. Uh-huh. I You yeah, can't yeah. pick my pocket. You literally cannot. I have a foolproof plan. Um, <laughs> okay. Does not getting the ball, that's how you win. Yes, that's exactly it. As long as I initiate, I'm happy. Um, and Roberson's covering up all – I'm just funneling you into Roberson every time you try to take a shot. That's all I'm doing. I'm just going to shake you just shoot so over hard. you. You're not that tall. You can't shoot – okay, we're going to actually have to play after this for real because I'm going to no, – I'm like four inches me. taller than you. I know, and you still can't shoot over me. Okay, go ahead. You're not good enough to have that right between the eyes mentality. Okay, so who's your pick? <laughs> Are we, I guess we, I mean, we, I don't know if we really want anyone hot, bigger than Andre Roberson. I'm trying to think about I, it. I'm, I'm not taking uh, yeah. anybody bigger than him. I don't think I want anyone that big. Um, I do want a fun personality. I want someone who's fun to play with. You've got to do it. Take your boy. Take our three-time recurring guest. I think I do want Sabatino Chen. <laughs> Good pick. With Roberson and Chen, gonna, so much hustle right there. Yeah, he's going to move the ball. He's going to play great defense. He's going to be just a great guy to have on your team. Yeah. Go ahead. I like it. All right, I'll pick the guy who's going to be guarding Sabatino, and it's going to be also who I'm running my offense through, and it's Sefa Lupout, power forward. <laughs> yes! <laughs> He is such a good fast the up. best player. He is the best person to play with and pick up because this dude, six foot five, two hundred fifty pounds. All he wants to do is just chuck passes. Yeah, he's gonna get the rebound, throw it down. He's gonna, especially with drawn 
Hopkins running it. And then on offense, he's just going to post up and just chuck passes the whole time. He'd beat, if it was like at the rec center, if there was Sefo on one court and he was playing with all the basketball players, Sefo's team would still win because of the way he plays. Okay. I'm going to go for a personality and an easy choice, even in his current Your form. Your last pick. Yes. A skia booker. Yeah. No. I've played I've we've all played seen a skip booker at the wreck. I, I I want a personality that doesn't make me hate myself <laughs> if I don't do enough for it. Uh another lanky guy. Um and a guy that I think will yeah, will bring the funk that we need. I'm I'm even in his current form, I don't care. I'm still taking Spencer Dinwiddie. Okay. No, new, I like that. New so dad, what's your what's Spencer your team? Dinwiddie. What's your team? Roberson, Chen, Dinwiddie, and me, and Burks. <laughs> okay, okay. So then, okay, so your guards are Dinwiddie, Burks, and me. you, Chen, <laughs> with Robertson as your forward. Yeah. And then I have, so far, I have Sefo, I have Jerron Hopkins, and I have Derek White, and me, and I'm a guard. So I have to pick another guard. Okay, I'm picking Levi Knutson. Okay, that's and now I'm gonna switch off of you onto Levi. I'm gonna guard Levi. And he, who's like six foot five, yeah, is yeah. just gonna hey. just drain threes. If we, also, if we die by playing, the three and pick up, we die by the three. We're playing to 15 ones and twos. Ones and twos. Of so course. the three pointers, three pointers are twice <laughs> as valuable as they are. Currently. I trust. I put trust in myself. I'm gonna shade so hard. You can't. You're never gonna get the ball in there. To Levi or to me? To Levi. Because what you want is to shade the ball away from him towards me and let me shoot. Oh, let I'm shoot yes, that's exactly. And game. now you have oh, okay. Dinwiddie on you. Is probably what's going to happen. And even in his I have Dinwiddie form, guarding me. Yeah. We're the two shortest on the court. I know. But I'm taking. No, I can't. <laughs> I'm not trying. To... <laughs> I guess that's fair. I. I... <laughs> I could be cruel and just sick Eli Parquet on you, but I don't want to do that. I mean, what's going to happen is Burks and, and Hopkins are going to guard each other and not play any defense at all against each other. That's all that's going to happen. <laughs> and then Hopkins is going to try to take his shots, and then yes. I'm going to lose. <laughs> yes, and then Roberson and Lufau are going to be so try-hard in the block against each other. Fuck. <laughs> And then White and White versus Chen is is that all? and that's where that's your huge matchup win. But is White selfish enough to demand the ball? I don't think he is. I don't think he is either, especially when Dimity chirping at him, guarding you. <laughs> He's gonna get so in your head, man. He's gonna get so in your head. I think I'm okay running my offense through, uh, basically Jerron Hopkins just running down the floor with Seppo throwing him bombs. I think I can win that way. Okay. And then Levi Knutson just shooting over the top of you. I think I could win. <laughs> I think that's, I like my matchups more than, because Alec Burks and Jerron Hopkins is a free at least one point every single time. There is no time yeah. he's ever going to stop. I'm, I might, yeah, maybe I could. If I could do it again, I'd probably pick Eli Parquet over Jerron Hopkins because I know Eli won't be taking dumb shots. <laughs> I was thinking... And he'll play some defense. I thought the football player you are going to take was Shea Fields. 
Oh, was he good at pickup? Um, I don't, he was don't fun to play with at pickup. <laughs> I was thinking real hard about Lazar Nicholas, just like just pass, pass, pass out of the high post. I'm also Pretty surprised fun. you didn't take Brett Brady. See, I didn't really know Brett Brady. Brett Brady would have been a legend. He was the pickup legend. Yeah, I didn't know that. I think that was before my time. When was Brett Brady around? Uh, he was a walk-on, I think, like 2014, 2015. Brett Brady. Yeah, that was what I was still in high school. Yeah, I transferred to CU right after he left. Well, there you go. So I did not see him. Uh. Are there any players you wish you could have picked? Um, any Trayshawn? I was thinking about George King for a lot, a lot of it. Yeah, he's on my board. Been good. Um, but I once you pick Alec Burks, you're building your team around that. Um, and King would have been a good fit there, but he he would just stand in the corner and jack threes and get every single rebound. You could have gotten him and Andre and gotten every rebound. Actually, that's something I'm concerned about with my team is that my big guy is Cepho, so I'm probably just going to... Yeah, I'm getting every yeah, shit. Andre Robertson <laughs> should have been my first pick. God he was, Yeah, he was really... He's He is a the, the knife you need in this situation. Uh, yeah, I should have picked him first. Too bad for you. Choosing between him and fucking Derek White. Steal it. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, too bad this will never happen. Is yeah, really if, uh, is, is if you want to, if you're still listening and you're on the RalphieReport.com, you can leave a comment of what your team would be. And please do leave a comment because if I say leave a comment and there's zero comments on the article, I'm going to be like, oh, man. He's going to know that no one actually stuck around this long. Nobody stuck around. Well, because it's, it's annoying listening to the podcast on the website because you have to stay on the website with your computer over. All right, well, I'm done. Rate and review, five star. It's the first time. <laughs> okay. Oh, we're so good at this. Oh, so good. We didn't have to do any ads. Okay, see you, Jack. <laughs> see ya. Buzz! 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 Buzz!